Hi. Hello. Hi, everybody. Hello. Hello, hello. Welcome to Friday night. Be are the star. <laughs> Hi, Pink Dahlia. Be are the star. Jeanette. Let everybody get their notifications and fun stuff. Crafton and Kim, thank you for coming. Hello. Salty C said I'll be there. I'll be there in spirit. Came down with a stomach bug this afternoon. I'll catch the video on the flip side. Love you guys. Have a great night. Oh, Salty. Hope you we feel better. Muffy. <laughs> Maria. <laughs> I love pink down. You guys, yeah, that's the new intro that Christine put together, but she's she's busy. She's busy doing, you know, her job stuff tonight, so yeah. she's unable to to make it. But I wanted to say thank you guys for all of you guys that are here. Um, I know if you're in the Facebook group, you know um, how important this case is um, to me. And um, my lovely friend here, Michelle, has been doing a phenomenal job of finding as much information as she possibly can. And... Uh, we are the star same just digging and digging looking for it looking for anything um this is a newer case um if you're not familiar you're going to become very familiar and i'm hoping that we are um able to get the information out there that and other people will hopefully pick up on it and and do something with it you know obviously this is a newer channel i mean it's not new new but it is a newer channel it's not something that i've you know poured every ounce of me into, but, you know, I'm hoping that the ones that, that do, you know, follow true crime and that are, you know, have a bigger platform than I do can help spread this story and are welcome to use anything that we have to offer um, in helping because Erica is um, the, my husband's cousin and um, she was killed on Monday on the 30th um, by her husband. Um, so obviously there's not a lot of information quite yet. This is very, very recent, very, very new. Um, but we will share all the information we have. And if there's any updates and changes that happen, um, uh, we will, we will let you guys know. Hi, Miss Kay. Hi, Molson. Hi, Molson, man. Hi, Without Borders. That is a wicked badass intro. It really is. She does a phenomenal job. There's definitely, she doesn't leave anything left behind. Not Hi, Kim. Thank you for coming. Yeah, it's been kind of sad too, just getting into all of it, you know, Erica's kids and Erica was very, she was definitely a special, special soul for sure, for sure. Thanks, Pink Dahlia. I did not personally know her. I mean, I knew her through Facebook, um, but, you know, for, I've been with my husband now 15 years and she was actually, I'll, I'll go, well, I'll tell you more about her, but I'll tell you how I actually, she friend requested me a while ago, years ago. And, um, and her last name is my last name, um, but that's her maiden name. So I'm like, who is this? Like, so I'm like telling my husband, he's like, I don't know. But I, if you guys know me, I've done a lot of family tree stuff. And we were kind of like, we don't, like, who is that? And it comes out that it's actually his cousin. Um, if you know anything about genealogy, it's his dad's cousin. So it's his first cousin once removed. But his dad is older and she's our age. So she's at, she was actually 40. She just turned 40 on May 1st. And um, so she's more, she's closer to our age the way that 
everything kind of ended up. And his sister's actually been out to visit her and um, you know, she's from Oklahoma. So, uh, but, so we kind of got to know each other through, through Facebook. Um, she has three children um, who are very similar in age to our children. So it was always kind of like, you know, paying attention to her posts and she's paying attention to like what we're doing and what she's out doing. And um, so this is obviously it's close to me, but it's not close to me. I want to make sure that, I, that that's very clear. Like I did not personally, I had not met her, um, but it's close to my in-laws who obviously did know her. And um, it's kind of how it is in case. We kind of live through our social medias, even with our family, you know. And right. That, I mean, like, it's so like I have how many friends I have just from just from social media. <laughs> so um, I thank you guys for coming in and listening to to what we have to say. I think it's I think it's a, a very serious, very serious topic that um, many avoid, um, especially in the true crime. We kind of we kind of gloss over it a little bit, only out of like the fear of reaching too far into it. What is that going to mean? You know, are we going to offend somebody? You know, are we going to say the wrong thing? And uh, I, I don't know. I just I kind of feel like it's something that needs to be touched on. And so we're going to do it. So that's so why if, if it is something that is triggering to you, I completely understand that you if you can't watch. Um, I appreciate you regardless. And um, if anybody is in any way, shape or form in need of support, the you know national domestic violence hotline is scrolling across the bottom and um you know and i know like they said we don't we don't personally know each other in like our real life but like we are real friends we're all real people and i think i think we in all true crime that. in true crime and and in just in general and this whole social media thing i i, I feel like people think that we're like one dimensional, like where you see us on screen in like a one dimensional capacity, but like we're, we're human beings. We're very layered. We all have feelings. We've all been through things in our life. We've all had experiences. We've all had different experiences. Um, and I just, I, I feel like we're kind of treated, you know, people are treating other people like they're just that one dimensional thing. And that's like the only thing that they are. And I, if we kind of go back to like what humanity is, it's it it is it's a caring about other human beings and understanding that they're layered and they're not, you know, there's there's many facets to what makes us function and why we function the way we function. Why we um, love the baby love and care the baby care and we do the things that we do, you know. That's why there's times where you're like, why did she do that or why did he do that? And it's just unexplainable because it's just. We're, we're, we're layered individuals, you know, we're human, right. we're, all, we're, we're all the things, you know, as Jen Lou would say, we're all the things. And We are, we're all the things. Yeah. And I think that if we understand that about each other, then maybe we would be kinder to one another and we would be more open to paying attention to when somebody needs help or is, you know, in a situation that they don't really know how to deal with themselves. And we can more rally around each other as human beings versus like trying to chop each other off at the knees and just, you know, everything just to hurt somebody else because we're hurt. And that's like that whole saying, like, you know, hurt people, hurt people. That's true. Very true. Uh, Pink Diatrice, I don't even know you, but I know you through this and I'd be devastated if anything happens to any of you beautiful people just saying, I feel friendship. That's how I feel too. I, and I know like my husband's like, you don't know these people. And I'm like, I get that. But like, yeah, you, do, you, you do get like a, 
And it's almost actually an interesting friendship versus like how you're friends with somebody like that you see every day because you can see their mannerisms and you see all their actions. And on here, you don't you don't see that. So you you have to actually pay attention. So you start to understand the way that people speak or or in just in way, the way they type, you can tell like something's off. You're not you're not feeling right today. Yeah. It's a, a very more. different type of communication versus right. like my best friend sitting next to me and she's crying. I know she's sad. I have to be able to pick up on that in like a conversation, you know, via text these, message. And these friendships at times are even harder because, you know, these are the ones we do have to work at. You know, these are not people that we just have in front of our face all day, every day that we have to deal with. We choose to deal with each other in in this community in this way, you know, and it, it, it right. is it's funny. We have. We have these made up names, but we can connect. Like, you know, we love the pink dahlia, you know, and we, yep. we just connect that way. Molson, man, you just, you know, it's, and you see everybody's character in there somewhere. And it, I, to me, I think it's very special. You know, I do. I agree. I absolutely agree. It's, it's a, hi, Christine. So this is, this is my aunt, Christine. This is actually Erica's cousin. Um, she, you know, she's um, been a phenomenal person to get all the information and, putting out the information for Erica and Erica's family. This is Erica's cousin. Um, so I don't know if she'll stick with us the rest of the night, but this is, this. we call her Aunt Christine. She is Mike's aunt, but she's my aunt too. Aunt Even though we're very close in the, to the same age. It's just how it works. <laughs> yeah, you share things in private chats that make you become friends. And, and then sometimes that's used against you as ammunition. So... Um, you know, it is what it is. That's the, that's the unbeautiful part of social yeah. media. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's the little pickle in there. Right. I don't know. We have Amber Heard and she'll just record you for any old reason. So that happens too. Right. And so it's, it's actually, it's interesting timing. I mean, I, I don't, that's probably not the right words, but, um, hi queen that, you know, the Johnny Depp stuff actually wraps up this week and it's, it's a defamation it's in, in case but it's ultimately about domestic violence yeah and yeah. who was the perpetrator and who was not you know uh, so it's it's a very interesting thing to see we have these two massive celebrities that are you know fighting for their their name and then this happens this week and it's like it takes the whole topic i'm not staying um i don't want to relive it as i told you just wanted to say hi and love you um Hi everyone. No, I totally get it. Love you too, Christine. You go. I can. I can fill you in on it if anything, anything happens. Thank you. Uh, Pink Dietrich. I loved you from way back. You're the reason I watched. And Michelle, you're just a beautiful person. It's so evident, drawn to the light. I'm too old and tired for bullshit. Boom. Boom. Right. It's exhausting. It it's exhausting. It's. Ex I can't even. And I won't even get into it because it would wreck the topic. But I can't even tell you just the the emotional toll that the last eight months have had on me because of social media um, that I can't, I, I just can't imagine that being what I would want to do for the rest of my life. Like that would be purpose. I would purposely want to engage in the amount of hatred and anger like that her. some of these people do. I just can't. It's, That's it's not, not like healthy. Her. It's not, it's not like I'd, I'd rather live my life instead of, you know, I don't want to be caught up in it. I don't want to hurt anybody. I would like to not be hurt back. That would be great, you know, and just go on. It's, you know, 
there's enough hurt in this world, as you can see, with all these different things that we don't have to beat each other up, whether it's social media. It would be great if people could be honest to each other, to their faces. It's just not what it is these days. But this extra layer of the Internet bullshit, it's not okay. It's not okay at all. All right. So obviously we all know what happened with the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. I think everybody's watched that. So I don't want to, I don't want to stay on that too much, but I do want to just touch on the domestic violence aspect because there are some things that we're going to talk about. And I don't want to um, be exclusive of any gender or anything like that. So if I refer to a victim as she, um, it, 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 the victim is the victim. I just want to preface that because I know that that, beca that can become very touchy because obviously as we've witnessed over the last, you know, seven weeks with, with that trial, men can be abused too. And there are so many facets to domestic abuse, domestic violence that, um, I actually have a video that I want to play for you guys, and I know it's kind of a long video, but it's I, to me, I think it's very important, especially with the topic of domestic violence. So I'll play that for you guys in a little bit. But um, so I'll backtrack and, and we'll, we'll kind of start with with Erica. So Erica, um, like I said, is my husband's my husband's cousin, and um, we've been friends on Facebook for I couldn't even tell you how many years at this point now. Um, she has three beautiful children um, from her previous marriage and. Um, she had recently gotten married again, um, last November to a gentleman named Michael. Um, obviously being just on social media, we were kind of like, Oh, like who's Michael, but you know, it, yeah, it's just kind of like, whatever, you know, that's, she got married. Okay. Good for her. Um, and we didn't really know, like, there wasn't like anything kind of leading up to it. Like, you know, you didn't like, you see people's posts and stuff. There was nothing like leading up to like, Oh, this is my new man. Like this is, mm -hmm. so there was kind of just like, okay, well, I guess she's been dating this guy and she got married. And, you know, like I said, my sister-in-law had been out to visit her recently and there wasn't really any mention of not recently, right? Probably a year ago. And there wasn't any like conversation of like, she was planning on getting married. So there was like no long engagement or anything like that. Um, so they got married November 15th of 2021. And, um, you know, I, I believe that, you know, they move in together and, and, and I, I don't really, I, I really can't even grasp how they got together at this point. I mean, I'm assuming they met at her job. He, he was a wannabe musician who was playing gigs at this, um, like sports bar and grill that she had worked at and they, uh, that, you know, just kind of hooked up is kind of, kind of the general consensus of what I'm getting from like friends and family. So they quickly got married because from looking at it, she wasn't really interactive on his Facebook and yeah. he wasn't really interactive on her Facebook prior to November. So they, uh, yeah, only six months ago. Well, yeah, six months ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So then you, she posted like a couple times, like I, you know, on their two month wedding anniversary, he'd sent like a bouquet of roses to her work and, you know, it's typical, like, okay, they're, you know, newlyweds, nobody's really thinking anything of it. And if you guys are familiar with like how the Facebook algorithm kind of rolls, if you're not overly interactive on that person's Facebook, they don't really show up on your timeline unless you're going to go like looking for them. So you know, she's doing her life and, you know, us as extended family away, we're not overly paying attention to what's happening on Facebook. She posts a lot, you know, she liked going to the river and, you know, hanging out with her friends, love doing stuff with her kids. So you see like that kind of stuff, but you don't actually 
like I said, you're not seeing this feed all the time. So you're not yeah. really getting a grasp of it until you're and going to the wedding to look itself. It. The wedding no itself. Wedding. No, you didn't see, there was really no pictures. No one really, you know, like, especially in those first few months, you dote over each other. And especially on Facebook, everybody has to know what's going on. And I was, yeah, there isn't a lot of that. There's, you don't see wedding pictures. You're not seeing all that, but you're seeing like happy birthdays and you're seeing, you know, like the anniversary, like I said, you're not seeing like the outings, like with the kids and this new husband, you're not seeing that. Um, but like I said, you know, extended family far away, we're kind of like, well, whatever, we're not seeing her on Facebook anymore or really very often, no big deal. So on, um, on Monday, was it Monday or was it Tuesday morning? I don't know, my week's been really long. Monday. Either way, um, we actually saw it on Facebook, ironically, and um, my aunt Christine, who was in the chat earlier, um, actually had made a comment like, how, "Like, how am I just finding out like that something happened to my cousin? Cousin like on like social media?" Um, well, nobody really knew because it was it was very it had just happened. So I'm like, that's kind of weird. So I'm like, I'm going to look at it, of course. And and this girl's been in my, you know, we've interacted on Facebook. And so I'm going to check it out. And yeah, daily married life kind of stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Just, you know, okay, whatever. They're doing their thing. We're out here doing our mm -hmm. thing. We're not like besties. We don't, you know, nothing like that. So she, uh, so she, we start, you know, trying to figure out like what happened. And on his Facebook, there's these two posts on Monday um, one at, I believe it was like 2.55 p.m. They're central because it's Oklahoma. So 2.55 central, um, just saying like prayers for my family. And then at about five, I think it was like 5.15ish, don't quote me on the time. Um, they He puts on there, um, pray for my wife. She's very sick. And I'm like, well, how did nobody know she was sick? Like if she was really sick, like the family would have known. Like that's kind of how, the, you know what I mean? Like everybody would have known because they would have communicated at some point that she had been really sick. So I'm like um hold on real quick so i know even when we were digging and searching there was very very limited information there's only two articles and at that point they had thought that she she had did it at that point right and then as the night went on and we went into tuesday and to wednesday we started getting more all right, so first we were told, um, you know, so we see that she was very sick. And then we're told that she, um, what was the first one? That she was in a boating accident. Mm -hmm. she, yeah, that she had died in a boating accident. And we were like, well, oh, crap. Like, okay, it kind of makes sense. You know, she liked to go to the river. It was Memorial Weekend. Um, and let me see how, how this looks if we go. That's too big, huh? Let's go back here. <laughs> We'll go like that. All right, that should be better. Okay, you're welcome. Um, so <laughs> she, uh, so then the, then the next thing is that they were like diving at some creek and that she dove off and hit her head and was in the hospital because of this head injury. And we're like, okay, well crap. So now uh, she was 40 years old. She just turned 40 on May 1st. So we're like, okay, like now maybe, maybe they're out and they're, and she's, you know, cliff diving or whatever else. And, 
and things just start to get kind of weird. So like we start kind of scrolling back and, and there's a post from his, and I don't know if you happen to have these, Michelle, if you want to mm -hmm. show any of these, you're welcome to. And I kind of tell the story so that you guys can see what I'm talking about. Um, this is very much BR of the star. Yes. If, if you see something, say something, this is, and we'll kind of get there. Cause this is kind of an interesting thing to me too. Um, so she, uh, the kids were with their dad. It was their dad's weekend. So we're like, okay, maybe they're out doing cliff diving or boating or whatever it is. And everybody's kind of whatever. So she, she ends up at the hospital and ends up um, passing away at the hospital. Um, so the husband had called 911 and way too young, way too young, young, three young children, three gorgeous young children. And um, her dad had previously passed away. And so it was just, just her mom. And then she has um, a few brothers and some sister-in-laws. So um, it, things are just kind of weird. So then as we kind of scroll back, just taking a look at things. So there's some posts from her that um, I don't know if Michelle has those, but there's some posts from her. On, and as you kind of scroll through her timeline, you're like, there's a lot of memes and a lot of sharing of posts that have to do with, um, you know, basically like love is hard you know if you love too hard you know it'll push people away um a, a lot of stuff about narcissism um that she was being shared a lot just a lot of memes and and shared posts from other people who had been talking about narcissism and so you're like okay so now you're seeing like there was these red flags like she's posting that stuff's something's off here and on his so her last posts were saturday and on his he posted this long rambling weird thing that literally when my husband first looked at it, he was like, Oh, that's like one of those copy paste things. Like just scroll past it. Like, cause it was like one of, it was like literally like a, like pages long. And so and hopefully she has this one, but he's like talking about like, I'm not a perfect man. You know, my wife's had to put up with a lot, you know, the, the cheating and the, bullshit and whatever else I'm telling you it's like it's like a novel um so I'm like okay that's really weird. and he tags her in it like you know I'm sorry for all the things I've ever done to you I'm sorry for how life has been or whatever you know I'm I'm gonna be a better man kind of crap so I'm like okay that's a that's a really weird post so six months in yeah you're supposed to still be in the honeymoon stage but um so things just are not adding up so then i start to kind of go to like some of the local places we're looking at like trying to find news articles on it the original news articles are you know so she lived in glenpool oklahoma and if anybody's familiar with oklahoma so she lived in glenpool it's um not too far from tulsa but <clears throat> that this so it's like glenpool woman drowns in bird creek and we're like okay and then but all the locals that are talking and are saying like bird creek like that's like toxic like people don't go we don't go swimming in bird creek like that's it's disgusting like it's next to like a landfill and you know, nobody's nobody's diving nobody's jumping there is nothing like that and so then the story comes out that she actually jumped off of a bridge she jumped off of a bridge into the creek and he doesn't really know why he doesn't know why she did that <sighs> Michelle, do you need help getting it up here or no? Yeah. Can you hear me too? Yeah. So if you have it on the, so if you, if you have a screen open with it, you can, you can just hit share on the bottom, like a bottom of StreamYard. 
and then it should it should tell you like which like where to pick what you want like to share it should open like a window that tells you like what like pick this to share it it's okay if you don't i can post these two later oh wait i have it we're good we're good we are okay um so so yeah all the locals are saying absolutely not never not gonna happen she's not gonna swim in this creek people don't swim there it's dirty it's gross and um and then so then it's like okay so are people thinking suicide and everybody's like absolutely not like not gonna happen she's that's never gonna go that's never gonna be okay so is that the right one is that what you want up there i'll wait till you have it on there yeah um but uh so obviously all the locals are like absolutely never going to happen all of her friends and she had worked at this bar and grill for a while and she knew a lot of the band guys a lot of the a lot of the patrons you know she knew a lot of people there and they're like no mm -mm." like she was not going to do that this guy this guy did something so we start to uh dig around and i'm hoping that let me see if we can get this going because there's a lot of stuff that start to dig around on this guy Okay. Yeah, her friends were like, "No way, she's gonna jump." Okay, so you have you have this you have us that you want to share. Wait, how do I get out of this? <laughs> Help! Let me see if I can pull it up too. Hold on. Oh, hold on. I can. One second, guys. This is. See, Christine, wherever you are in the world. We need you, Christine. I don't have it all saved on my computer, so you have to give me just a second. Yeah, her friends are saying like, no way she jumped. No way, ain't gonna happen. Oh. Let me pull this up real quick. It's coming off, but doesn't let me. Okay, I'll get and grab, I can grab it real quick. Am I losing my mind? I have to be. Well, I think that's probably already happened, but. <laughs> All right, let me try. What am I doing wrong? This is going to torture me. Mm. That's okay, give me a second. I'll grab it. I just scrolled way too far up though. I swear I pulled up and. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna sh- let me share this first and see if it'll I can get it going. So I'm just gonna I'll share it from the folder. That, that's okay. It, it may not it may not be in order, but I'll find the I'll get the order going. This is Erica. Beautiful. Um, MM. It was the most stagnant, hidden place. And then when you look around there, there's an absolutely beautiful park, etc. Anyway, we'll focus on Erica. Oh no, I still want to hear those stories. Hi, Lana. I still want to hear those stories, Pink Dahlia. I've been trying to catch up on um, Allie's streams, but. 
life has been kind of hectic. Um, God, she's she's just so pretty too, and she has three gorgeous children. So let me see if I can find now that I have it up. Let me see if I can pull up the. Oops. A little Amber Heard drop in there for you. <laughs> I go in the wrong way. Is that what I'm doing? Yes. I am. Uh, yes. Very good. Okay. So, yeah. So, here's the post. Let me see if I, how do I make it bigger? How do I make it bigger? Let me zoom in on it. Can you guys even see that? <laughs> I can, I'll, I can, I'll just read it because it's probably easier and I don't know what the hell I'm doing. So uh, it says like, I'm not a perfect man. I've lied. I've cheated. I've been everything you have raised your children not to be. I've mistreated and mishandled my marriage time and time again. I have been, I've even made myself appear as though my faults or mistakes should go unnoticed. My wife has been the rock and the peace and the love and the stability in our family. There have been times where I have thought about giving up, but she is my rock being being a better husband, father, son, and positive contributing family member with love, with a love for Christ. These are my confessions to my wife, as well as a profession of my love and undying admiration for my wife and all of our children. We have eight altogether. I love each and every one of them the same, and I'm ashamed of the father product I've been putting out there. I'm not posting this for sympathy or attention. I am posting because I want my wife to know I want to be transparent and open about everything. She is my best friend, the love of my life. So to any females I have inboxed or approached you in a way disrespectful to my wife, I apologize to my wife first and everyone else after that. Eric and I are asking everyone for your prayers and support. We want our marriage and we need all of our friends and family to help us live happily ever after. In love and in family through Christ, through, through Christ Jesus. No woman on this earth compares to you, Erica. And I'm so proud of your strength and courage to open the eyes of dumbass me me being the dumbass. Um, please share this to help us maintain the integrity of our marriage. I love my wife and I love everyone in the universe. Well, and how many days was that? Three days prior? So this was, this was on Saturday. Setting the stage much? No, it was totally right. So at first I we I kind of skimmed over it because my husband was like, oh, that's like one of those copy paste things, like just go by. And so I kind of skipped over it. And then when I went back and I was looking, I was like, this hubby, this is not a copy paste. Like this is him. This is what he's saying. Like this this is crazy. Yep. Um, so it's a we pattern. Started, yeah, so we start digging around a little bit more, and, and obviously she's got some really sleuthy friends out there in Oklahoma, and if any of you guys end up watching this on the replay, great job on the sleuthing for Erica, because they start finding out all kinds of stuff about this dude. Now, unfortunately, we didn't know all this stuff before she married him, because they got married within two weeks, approximately. <laughs> Sorry, one second. <laughs> It's probably because Ursa's barking her head off and, <laughs> and she's like she thinks she's like this big dog now, so she's got like this big dog bark and it's like 
You big, but you ain't that big. Um, hi, Jennifer. No, you're okay. Yeah, so uh, approximately. And we don't, like I said, he was a musician who'd been playing gigs at this bar and grill that she had worked at. I don't know how many times they had interacted or anything like that. But from what we can find, there was no interaction, even on each other's like Facebooks, until the beginning of November. And they were married November 15th. Um, I don't know that yet, Jeanette, and 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 I'm I have thought that I have wondered. That's what clearly premeditated. Mm -hmm. I just bought a Portland jersey. Um, so don't don't be like proud. Like, <laughs> so she uh, so we start digging, and like I said, the people are out there digging, so they're making it very easy to find other stuff too. But um. No, I got to find this picture real quick. So you're going to have to give me a second so I can pull that picture up because this is like the first thing that ends up popping up. And we're like, what the heck? So check this out. <clears throat> Crafton's probably messaged me like, let me just tell you how to do this right because you're doing right. it completely right. wrong. Help, please help. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I'm surprised he actually wasn't, but I figured that there might be like, okay, Teresa, your novice self. Let me, let me throw you, let me throw you a bone. Um, so check this out. This is Stephanie Judd Miller who went missing in 2016, October, 2016. She was reported missing from Oklahoma. Um, her family believes that she was abducted by Michael Jimenez who is pictured and they um, are possibly traveling in this car and they're asking for help. I will if you want, but I think you're doing good. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, thank this is like not my forte. So uh, so now we're like, wait a minute. And so everybody's like, well, where is this chick? Mm -hmm. So you were like, did this chick, uh, hi, Misty. Hey, um, so it's the Stephanie person that went missing with this same dude in 2016. Same <laughs> like, how how does nobody know? They get into it very fast. Her friends didn't see this relationship coming either. Um, Stephanie, even when missing, they uh, they had to make contact with her, and uh, she had gotten mad at a few of her friends. But here, she was sending little smoke signals in her comments through her Facebook, um, just mentioning how she needs good spirits in her life right now, and. He has a pattern and kind of right before I believe Stephanie went home, um, he did the same thing. He wrote a crazy Facebook post that just didn't kind of like this one. I don't know if I have that. I don't have the one with Stephanie. I don't think I have that. But, but I did say it. Um, you know what? I might have it in here. So, yeah, so we're like, wait a minute. And so now everybody's like, where the heck is Stephanie? Has Stephanie ever been found? Did she did she come home? Uh, like this chick's missing, and there's like no updated like flyer that says like she's okay or she's safe or anything like that. So we're like, okay, that and if you look at her Facebook, it literally posts, and that's obviously I'm not friends with the woman, so it could have other posts that her friends would see, but publicly it just posts that she's in a relationship with Michael. And that's the last post on the Facebook from 2016. So everybody's like, holy crap, she never ever posts again. She goes missing and now she's never posts again. He, I believe, um, after a few months had put up a post saying that they had went to Chicago. Right. So I'm going to find that one real quick so you guys can see this guy, this guy's style. 
Yeah, he, the he's real winner that he is. Definitely full of patterns for sure. He's very um, he he's very very manipulative. He tends to have multiple girls while he has a girlfriend. And that has just, that has been the same rumor, no matter whether this man was in Chicago, Indiana, Oklahoma, it's all the same thing. And he tends to not stray far from home. So uh, just like where they had met in that bar, same thing kind of with Stephanie. And in those very same places, he uh, was up in other girls' inboxes. He was getting other women's numbers and things like that. He mm -hmm. tends to always have... Yeah. Right, let me take that down real quick and I'll find I yeah, just put it in yeah. there so I can pull it up. Okay. And once again, I don't know how to make it bigger. So they they do. They look alike. That's also another very interesting part is they actually look very similar. So this is the post that he puts up as her family is tagging him, tagging her, trying to figure out where she went because she not only just is gone, she was a teacher and she just doesn't show up for work anymore. She doesn't tell anybody. She's just gone. And has a child. And just leaves. Mm -hmm. So on here, he writes, good morning, Facebook family and friends. Stephanie and I are, are very thankful for the concerned family members and friends that may not be not been knowledgeable of our relocating to Chicago. It's been a sensitive, but ultimately a very private and personal situation. Being grown, you would think protecting your private life would be a bit more respected and understood. Anyone that is close to our relationship understands that we are madly in love with each other and are super excited about the next chapter in our relationship as a couple living in Chicago. We pray that we have unconditional love and blessings from our friends and family. Oklahoma has been a great place for the both of us and will always own a significant place in our hearts. It was time for a change for, for the both of us. We thank everyone again for the words of concern and endearment. Stay tuned for our up and coming photos um, of our newfound success. So her, hi, good girl. Um, I'm glad you finally found us. This is where we live now. Um, so he's writing this. Her mom, her dad, her aunts, her cousins are posting all over social media trying to figure out where she is because she told nobody, and I mean nobody, that she was leaving. You would think he would call for her or something just to let her mom know that she's okay because he loves her so much and he, he's so family-oriented and, you know, yeah, he's so family oriented. Yeah. So family oriented. They're madly in love. So they just take off to Chicago and tell nobody. And she doesn't even tell her job she's leaving. So um, well, as we dig in, we, we find that she actually is located. She goes to a police department in Chicago, tells the police officers that she is there of her own free will and that she, you know, is they moved. And that's just how it is. Her family very surprised, not doesn't really know what to do. They kind of call off the, you know, the hounds, as you would say, and say, oh, okay, well, that's really weird. That's not like her, but okay, she, she's gone, I guess. Or, you know, and then some of the, you can see like in social media, some of the family's like, no, she's not gone on her own free will. I don't care what she's saying to the police until I hear her voice. Like, I don't believe it. 
you know, the cops can say whatever they want in Chicago, but I need to hear from her. And they, so that there's like some squabbles in the family about this, this woman being gone. Well, ultimately, a few months later, she does get out of this relationship. She does go to live with her mother. Um, and there are not charges that are specific to this that I can find as of right now. Um, I, I do know that she is alive. She is well. She, you know, she's changed her name on social media. Um, and she's, the family has reported to other people on social media. So I want to make that very clear. This is not reported to me. This is on social media. So take it for what you want, that he held her captive um, and beat and sexually assaulted her for months on end. That is hearsay because I do not have any record or proof of that. All I do know is that she is alive and well, and thank God that she was able to get back to her family. There, there's a woman on social media. She claims to be um, Stephanie's aunt, but also knows a lot of um, Erica's friends and family too. They're all from the same area. This is They're all within minutes of each other and they were all lived there their whole lives. They went to high school there. The aunt, I believe, was one of the first people to post because she had, she had known from the hospital. She was kind of right. recording and bringing up her friend's situation without naming, I guess, you know, her right. friend and right. correlating it back to Erica in that situation. And I went, and when I went back to my notes, it was that same name. I went, oh, wow, they've been following this guy. And she says oh, yeah. in 2016, she said, we have alerted three people about this man and it has done nothing but elevate his anger and his, like, I think Stephanie just wanted to kind of, like, once she got away, she got away. She yeah. didn't bring and no she more. Didn't, I mean, like to the point where she never even went back to her Facebook account. She started an entire new chapter and was and, and had whatever she needed to do to put that part behind her. Um, and more power to her, honestly. I mean, I, I don't. I, that truth and transparency. I don't know the details. She has not come forward publicly yet to speak. I hope she does, but I understand if she does not. Um, I was told that her and her family have reached out to the investigators in Erica's case, and let them know that um, he uh, that they would be willing to, you know, testify or whatever was needed to get justice. So obviously this was the big one that pops up all over social media because it's obviously they're you know she was missing and people are looking for her. Um, but as we dig further, there was domestic violence charges um, against him for many many years, dating back to at least 2010. And prior to that, there was larceny charges, um, and then some odds and ends speeding tickets and stuff. But he actually um, was arrested in 2010 for domestic violence, um, got a one year suspended sentence. He was arrested again in 2012, and I believe this is the one that was domestic violence in front of a minor. Yep. Um, so he was arrested again for that one, another one-year suspended sentence. He was arrested in 2017 for felony domestic violence, which he served three years. I can believe a portion of that was suspended as well. It, it's That's his, like... Judge Drummond, I believe, was the one. It was like four four cases, almost back to back, all uh, three simple assault, and then the fourth or the third was felony, all suspended. Like, I mean, his charges are ridiculous. Like, well, his first his first DV charges are misdemeanors. Yes, yes, that's it. That's it. I well, mean, I think that's a that's 
pretty big issue that domestic violence would be considered a misdemeanor. Yeah, that's that's the biggest problem right there. You you hit you hit a friend, you go to jail. You hit your wife or your husband, different story. Yeah, you get a one year suspended sentence. Mm -hmm. That's it. Don't don't tell my husband. And just keep doing, doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it. It just. He this guy has habits, Pink Dahlia. He absolutely does. And Jeffrey, yeah, I'm sick of these DV charges and they just keep doing it. They just keep doing it. And so now you have this situation where she doesn't know this guy very well. He's obviously charming her into, you know, some type of seductive life that they're going to live together with all this, you know, fancy love. And, you know, he's got these big dreams and um, he's going to be this big musician. And he's telling, you know, his friends that he's got... Um, record deals coming from Nashville and I, this is why we dox totally kidding but not really um, I will dox every woman or man that comes into my son's life period this world is sick well I don't I I, I agree I agree that there's this is this is where those lines come in of, of so we are this man is not convicted currently but he is he has been convicted in the past so I'm so am I doxing you know what I mean like there's a line there that it's like, okay, I'm not going to just go dox all my friends, you know, just for shits and giggles. I, there's there, obviously there's predatory behavior that's happening and it happens on social media every day. And then people are shut down because they're gaslighted into thinking that they're doxing somebody, but that person is actually committing crimes. Yeah, they deserve to be doxed, I'll say it. Yeah, so this doxing crap, you know, is, is absolutely ridiculous. And so where's that line? And I don't know. And who creates that line? I don't know. That's a whole nother, that's a, that's a, that'll keep us here for hours. <laughs> so the only way um, we can help each other in this world, we have to share that information. If we know things and, and, you know, especially something like that, I, I'm sure Erica would have wanted to know his past if it was put in front of her, you know, like, right. I don't, and that's just Hi Parker. Um, let me see. Okay. So I want to see what else we have. So, Okay, let me go back. Let me take this off real quick, and I'll go back to the the messages with the friend. Yeah, at least to comprehend. And I, you know, and here's the thing: it's like I understand, like that we're in true crime. We see these things, and so the first thing, like I look at my husband, I'm like, they knew each other for like two weeks. Like, you know, we're like, what was she thinking? You know, but then you go into you look at the history, you look at history and, and people didn't know each other. They just mm -hmm. got married. That was, you know, some were set up and some were just love at first sight. And, you know, and, and you believe in this fairy tale that you're fed as a little girl because, you know, you, you they the princesses run up and they see this mm -hmm. man and he's just so handsome and he's going to take so care of them for the rest of their lives. It goes back to your dimensional person thing. You know, she there's some people they have to have their life planned out and they need, they need to do like me every little thing there's some people they like to just live and they and that that is exactly how they live they do things off of the she fell in love she got married she went with her heart that's sometimes how it goes you know that's right life. and she'd been divorced for you know quite a few years and she'd been there and, before and, and the ex yeah. the ex has, has remarried and and you know living his happily ever after and here she was raising three kids and um, okay, so Crafton did send me something. I knew it wouldn't take long. <laughs> um, Jennifer says, my ex is a habitual DV offender. I wish the woman he was with could pull his name and bam, it shows he's been convicted of domestic violence. There should be that there should be something like that. Well, the other issue is is he's convicted he's a convicted domestic violence offender. Why 
is he free to just go out and do it to somebody else? Mm -hmm. Over and over and over and over again. How many women have already, I mean, there's not names attached to those charges, but there's at least 11 different charges from 11 different years, you know, yeah. like that's. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, if she, if, if she had said, Hey, Teresa, I'm going to start dating this new guy. I'd be like, one second, you know, let me, let me check it out for you. But you know, she's, she's not, she doesn't watch true crime. She's not, you know, that's not her thing. <laughs> that's crazy. He probably, did. He probably wooed her into thinking like this was, you know, this was the magic. Okay, let me go find this other one real quick, and then I'll pay attention to Crafton's teaching of what I should be doing and how to do this, because I really don't. This is not smooth for me. Right, we will but I want to show you guys. Okay, so let me go and look and see what he sent me. Oh, Thanks, Crafton, for helping me out. Oh, man, he really did. He sent me step by step. Okay, share screen, got you. Um, just... Uh, and check the audio. Okay. Yeah, Parker, dig are. into it. It's, it's a little crazy. It's a lot crazy. Okay, so I'm doing it on the wrong one, I think, is what he's telling me and why I can't. I'm doing it on the share tab, I think, versus the other one. Okay, I'm going to have to practice this. Help us. Um, let me see if I add this. He said something to go up here. Go up here, and I can zoom. Oh, let's see. Roll in the no, I can't, don't do it here. Okay, hold on. Do it. Maybe do it on the, this screen. Give me a second. Yeah. Nope. Okay. <gasps> Look at that. Is it working? No. Did that come out any better? He was doing it. But now it's like going small when I do it. Where are you going? Go back. I don't know. Keep, keep hitting that. You're fine. Keep hitting that. that. That's like the best I get. Okay, hold on. I didn't follow all the steps yet, Crafton. <laughs> oh, maybe I did. He's probably like, this girl needs help. I should probably just call her. <laughs> just walk us through it, please. One of us will get it. <laughs> Christine's laughing somewhere. She's somewhere. Yes, she like, is. Yes, she is. <laughs> See, now you can't. I, I can't even read that. So it's like. I can't read that. Hold on. There's, there's got to be. I got to be doing something wrong. <laughs> he said go up here and do it this way. But that just like every time I hit it, it just goes in and then out and then in and then out. about the little double arrow I even when I expand it because it's on a different tab it doesn't is that any bigger for you guys no, no it doesn't change because it's just sharing the tab yeah all right well whatever can you say it Tink? can you read it I can read it yeah I just feel bad because uh, you know it's hard for anybody else to read, but I will practice. I will practice this. We will have this, guys. Promise. Uh, so they're saying like how this. So the person in the purple is talking to one of her friends, and there's you know how how are they saying that she died? They're saying they found her in a creek uh, around 56 north of Tulsa. Um, the person's asking like car or her body, and they're saying from like what I understand, it's just her body. Um, and the person's asking like the husband. She says yes. They're like fuck. 
Um, so I'm not gonna read all of it to you, but the, the gist here goes into, you know, I, like I've known her from the, the bar and grill. Um, and this one's like, from what I hear, there's no car involved, but no one knows the real truth. It's under investigation. Um, nothing has been posted on the news. Only Erica and Michael know the truth. And now she can no longer tell her story. Um, and she said, he killed her. I know he killed her. Like people were seeing the signs, people were seeing the signs. And as we go a little further, you're going to see some of those as well. So he, um, now zoom crap it didn't work but now i can tell you what did work is somehow i zoomed on this tab and your guys's words are huge like they're really big over here because i did something and i zoomed over here and now like the chat is like twice the size it used to be it looked like you got a little excited for a second and then i'm like oh man yeah you know it is what it is i do my best this is so um, and I won't pull that. I'll just pull it up on my phone because that's easier. Maybe never. So Wednesday night comes and um, we all get, I need y'all to find a girl that are, are pretty sure was murdered in a DV situation, but the suspect was killed in a shootout the other day. Alexis Gabe. The girl has, is that the one that was like, um, that just like the shootout just happened like two days ago and he was like the escaped convict guy. Is that that one, Parker? I didn't really follow it, so I don't know if that's the story or not. I'll look into it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Jenna says, my daughter was 22 and going to Gulf Shores with a group of people and I got each of their phone numbers and took their picture. That's true crime mom right there. <laughs> my mod is best friends with their family. Okay, I'll, I'll look into it with you if you want. Yeah. Um, okay, so Wednesday night comes and we all get notified that he um, has been arrested. He's been arrested for first degree murder and um, has court the following day. So he had court yesterday. Yeah. The arrest affidavit is sent to the news and the news um, starts to put it out there. And basically he, um, I'll, I'll read it. I'll read it to you. I'll read you what she wrote. So as Tulsa County deputies arrest a man accused of murdering his wife after he reported she'd nearly drowned in Bird Creek over the weekend. The arrest report from Michael Jimenez says on May 30th, deputies were called to Bird Creek about a woman who had jumped into the water and was injured and unresponsive. It says the deputies noticed extreme trauma to Erica Jimenez's face. She was bleeding, had bruising around her collarbones, her ribs were purple, and she had no pulse and was cold to the touch. Deputies and then paramedics performed CPR and were able to get a pulse and got her to the hospital, but she did not make it. Jimenez told deputies he and Erica were going through a divorce, but trying to make it work, and that she had fallen at their Glenpool home earlier in the day and bumped her head and dislocated her knee. It says he told them she jumped into the water and came up saying her neck hurt and she felt dizzy, then went back under and he jumped in and pulled her out and saw her face was swollen and he went to the car to call 911. Dispatch logs show the first call came in and Jimenez hung up. And when they called back, he said he had butt dialed them. Five minutes later, he calls 911 again saying he needs help. 
Detectives did a search warrant on the couple's home and found a comforter, sheets, and a towel in the washer that had bloodstains and a towel in the bathroom with blood on it. A pillowcase in the bedroom and the mattress also had blood on them. Let me go to the other one. The medical examiner said that Erica died from multiple force trauma to the head, neck, and torso and had lacerations to her liver and her spleen, multiple rib fractures, and a hemorrhage to her head. The ME said the injuries were not consistent with drowning or a diving accident, but were consistent with, consistent with assault. And then it states his prior record of the 2010 misdemeanor, the 2012 misdemeanor, and the 2017 felony counts of domestic abuse. He, he, had, en he had enough to go put what he put in the washer and then drove out. It's 27 minutes to get her from there to there. What happened? What happened? Her ribs were purple. I, I, I feel bad to even kind of, but what in the world? And then to come up with, first of all, who jumped with a dislocated knee? Who, who attempts to swim that way? It just is, the whole everything is just, and then to know that just two weeks ago she was mentioning divorce and all that stuff, and then that post, and then we get to that day. So come to find out, she's actually, they were legally separated as of April 1st, and she filed for divorce on May 11th, and stating that everything that they had coming in was theirs. She was fighting nothing. The only thing she was asking for was the $30,000 that she incurred in debt while married to him due to his false, you know, lifestyle. Mm -hmm. Spent a lot of money on his music and she paid for a lot of it. Right. And then people were sending messages to the news reporters of where he sent, and I don't know if I have that one either, but whatever. Um, he sent her a picture. He sent Erica, Michael had sent Erica a picture of another woman and said, this is your replacement. And I loved her response. So her response was actually, um, she, I have the same bathing suit because the woman was in a bathing suit. I have the same bathing suit. She has really good taste in bathing suits. Like I'm good sure. for you. Like mm -hmm. I don't give a shit, leave me yeah. alone. Her friends have come forward, said that she was, wanted out she was done he had been cheating on her i can't even count the number of women who have commented on these multiple news articles and posts of how he was messaging them how um one of them said that on that she had been dating him recently and on friday he called and got angry because he wanted to stay at her house and she said no and um he had, was telling her some story about how he had a homeless woman that he had picked up and was letting her stay at his house, was letting her stay at his house and that for a couple oh, days, yeah. and then he ended up dropping her off at some random place, but that, no, nobody knows anything about this woman. Uh, nobody knows where she is. Nobody knows what happened to her. Nobody knows if she was real. So that's kind of a whole nother side story. That's like, what, who was this woman? Um, hi, MJ. Um, she, uh, 
another woman was like, you were just messaging me like this last weekend, like you're sick, like stay out of my inbox. And this is right, you know, right before he had gotten arrested. They were like, dude, you're sick. Like you, like, what is wrong with you? Um, with, uh, the woman, a woman from, uh, the year prior to them dating or getting Erica and Michael getting married, there was somebody else who came forward and said like, yeah, he was acting really weird. And like, I had to, I had to end up blocking him because he was such a weirdo. Somebody else from like high school came forward and said, he's been weird his whole life. And he was always, he was weird to me then. And it just, I mean, like obviously this history of somebody else had said that he was arrested in California and spent some time in, in jail, but that didn't show up on that rap sheet that I saw. So I don't know um, for domestic violence of his wife at the time. He does have five children. I don't know anything about the mothers of those children or mother, if there's multiple. But this is, you know, he's 40, I think he's 43, 42. This is, was he, no, I mean, that's the ex. 41, he's 41. But this is his, this has been his life for 20 years and he was out and able to do this. Over and over and over again. Wait. What I do feel bad about, a lot of people are contacting Stephanie's family, saying that she should have came forward and did all that good stuff. They did. In a sense, they did. You know, she went home and maybe didn't press the appropriate charges, but she did. You know, it's, I don't think that should be held on on, on Stephanie. You know, she, she she's a victim too, when you think about it. And, and Oh, she's absolutely stuff, a victim. You know? A lot of these women. And I don't are. know. He does have the 2017 charges, and obviously you can't look up like who the like who the victim was unless you're going to go get all the court information, which you can request. But I'm I don't have all that at this time, so I don't know who the victims were in these you know three separate situations. And the one from 2017 was a felony. Um, has anyone from his family spoken out? Not that I not that I know of. Um, what I have seen a lot of is people who were like Facebook friends with him or actually knew him were like, holy crap, like this is crazy. Um, like he was always kind of, you know, a, you know, off or whatever, but he, you know, never, nobody ever thought that. You know what um, else I noticed? He, um, it seemed like wherever he took these girls, whatever state they were in, he, he would introduce to like his friends or they would make friends together and they all ended up staying friends with the female in the relationship and not him. It's right. Like friendships always took a left with him and they all kind of stayed with her. Yeah, he doesn't seem to have any like long term friendships either. No long term relationships. Bounced around a lot where he lives. That's Did. Moved a moved a lot. Indiana, Illinois, California, Oklahoma. Um, like when his old one of his old landlords that rented a house to him in Tulsa came forward and said that um, when he had moved back to Tulsa, he let him rent his house. But the guy never paid him any rent. And so he ended up having to kick him out and the and that Michael had trashed the place and it took him months to make up for all the damage and the cost of what he had done. And that Michael had the nerve to contact him a few months later, asking him for the belongings that he had left in the house. And the guy was like, like, fuck off. Like, no, I threw all that shit away. Apparently he did that with his music gigs too here and there. He would right. arrange them and not pay the drummer or whoever. And, you know, they were outing him last night, left and right. Um, I, I say that's why I said, be honest, I don't know enough about that situation yet with Stephanie. Um, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, what they were able to prove. It's that time of Friday where the, the helicopter has to fly by and check on and see what Teresa's doing. And I'll make sure I'm not causing trouble because obviously Friday nights I'm running amok. So. 
Jeanette, good question because we don't know. He doesn't seem, there was no, I see nothing of either or alcohol or drugs. No, I don't, I don't either. I didn't see, I don't see anything like that. And, and from the, the family that I know that do know her, that was not, that was not her lifestyle. I mean, she hung out with her friends and you know, drank, she worked at a bar, but it was, ne there was no like alcoholism or drug abuse that had been reported on from either side. <sighs> okay. And they have no friends run. <laughs> Yeah, they don't have any friends. I mean, I, I think what was happening is, is there's there's a social situation. And I it sounds so silly because like in your 40s, I don't know if you think like that, but I'm not a single woman in my 40s, so I don't really know. But like, you know, like when I was in my 20s, like the, the, the head guy in the band like wanted to hang out and talk. I was like, ooh, hey, you know, like he's, the, he's got pool because he's like, the, you know, I'm in a band. You know what I mean? Like that, you're thinking like, so I don't know if it was like an attention thing. I don't know if, if he was... Um, like just super charismatic and just like kind of swept her off her feet, you know, a little narcissistic style. Um, I, you know, and she was just. Sorry. He was, if you check out some of his, his music promotional videos, he's very, uh, he loves himself. <laughs> Literally. Oh, he and does. Here, he absolutely does. Mm -hmm. he, he definitely likes himself a lot. It, well, no, it's it, funny it, about him. Everything he portrays, I notice the the women that he picks has. Like Erica and Stephanie, very, very loved, like, and very cool. Like, like the cool girl, almost. She she holds poker games, and she's the bartender, and she has a lot of friends. Every, there is not one person that has not said that when they encountered her, even if they didn't have a conversation with her, she had a smile on her face. She was in like a calming soul to them, just a very nice, nice. Well, I'm like, she just knew that we were family somehow. And she just like mm -hmm. reached out on Facebook, like, Hey, I know we're related. So like, let's talk and, and be cool. And, and you know, whatever, mm -hmm. like you could, like that obviously was her personality that she was so just cool. outgoing and very friendly. Mm -hmm. Um, and just, you know, can I, can I show a picture of him? I sure can. Yeah. Um, not yeah. as fancy as Crafton wants me to do it, but I can, I can do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me make sure that. I'm gonna have to like practice like off camera on like the on mastering that. So when Christine's like out doing work, like real life work, that I can push the buttons. I can push buttons. So I know what buttons to push. Like it's fine. I could share my screen. Like it's the easiest thing in the world gonna, to do. She's gonna end up just laughing at me later. His photo when he was arrested is actually the thumbnail of this video, but I'll show it to you guys too. Um. It's always back that helicopter. Oh, see, now it's really funny because like this other screen is like really zoomed out really far and everything's like super tiny. I did some weird zoomy stuff with the with the cameras and it's just zoomed all over kind of crazy talk. Okay, that's not the one I want. This is the one I want. Yeah, my helicopter will be back shortly. It's got to keep an eye on me. Keep you in line. So this is, this is him um, from his... Uh, previous, this is a previous arrest, I believe. I don't think this is the current one. Yeah, this is a previous arrest. 
because he's been arrested for multiple different things. He's been, because like I said, he's for larceny and he's got all kinds of other things that he's been arrested for. I just talked about like the major, like the domestic violence charges. Zoomy, zoomy with T. Yeah, because I'm like, it's either really big or it's really small, Lana. Don't repeat that. That's what she said. Yeah, he's a cold and calculating first-degree murderer. That's the problem. He got away with it, and he had nothing to lose. He was up on charges. He's Yeah, he's a monster. Literally. Literally, because it's like he... And every time it obviously escalated, because you see that the domestic violence charges from 2010 and 2012 are not... They weren't the felony. They weren't felony. So whatever he did in 2017 upped his game. And now you're looking 2022. It's even worse. Yep. So... Try to think what happened in the house, and then even this I mean, is also another an older arrest. This is a 2018 mugshot, and and the other weird thing is his his name is he he goes by two different last names, and he does it for periods of time. It's almost like that that's how people didn't really tie things together because he was Michael or Otero. But I mean, his full name is is Otero Jimenez. But the, but then he drops the Otero and just goes with Jimenez. Sometimes he was Otero Jimenez. Mm -hmm. But even his arrest records, his name is different. Yep. And one, but, I mean, it's the same dude. It's it's mm -hmm. it's his info. It's his rap sheet. It's the same guy. It's totally him. And if you go by the one name, it could without seeing him, it it would almost take you down one lane. If you see him under the Jimenez name, you might go down another lane to find him. You know. Right. So I'm like, is that like how he like people were not like paying like overly paying attention? Mm -hmm. See evil all in that. I, I this is when he was arrested the, on Wednesday night, Wednesday afternoon, Wednesday night. Is that a scratch on his nose? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. She had to have fought back something. I mean, in the way he he assaulted her so bit. I, I have to believe that she fought back at some point for him to keep going the way he, he did. Yeah. Yeah. If you filed for divorce and your soon to be ex wants to go for a drive or a swim, run. Well, yeah. I, the, the other problem is, is this happened in her home. Yeah. In bed. So when did it happen? I don't, this is the details I don't know yet. When did he get there? What's the weird post on the 28th? Was this, a, did this happen all weekend? When did he take her to this creek? Because the call to 911 when they respond is at 2.08 p.m. And then his first post of, you know, pray for my family is at like 2.55 p.m. And then the next one is, you know, at five something where he's like, my wife is really sick. Please pray. Like, and he says, my wife is really sick. Like, not my wife got hurt. You know, my, you know, I, very weird. And then obviously he's not arrested until Wednesday. There is never another post on his page about what happened to his wife. And they, they definitely interviewed there. I believe there were two or three women that went to the Creek together that day. Um, and they must've saw him law enforcement questioned about the 911 call. They clearly were questioning, did he actually run back and make that phone call? Like he said he did for help and all that. So they interviewed right. those women. And I think that kind of helped them get to him on Wednesday, something laid in there from Without borders, I absolutely, I do. I think that, I think we're going to, I think there's going to be more. I think there's going to yeah. be more people who have crossed paths with this man no or more exes or there's no way, like 
even the people he's like just recently dated in the last, you know, in the year before Erica into the ones that he was dating while he was still married to Erica, they're all saying like very weird things. I cannot imagine that there's not somebody else. And, and if there's not somebody that was a victim of domestic violence with him or, or worse. Yeah. I, I think that, um, and somebody, I don't know who said it earlier, but maybe, you know, like somebody like Stephanie or somebody that hasn't ever come forward will feel more safe to come forward knowing he is in prison. The unfortunate part about that is it cost Erica her life for all of that to come out. You know, when was she being abused the entire time? I don't, I don't know. Now they're going to run around and now they've got the zoomies. So, um, I, I I don't know. Was she abused the entire relationship? I, I have no idea. When did it start? Was the you know was, was the two months the honeymoon phase? I think if 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 the abuse, I personally think it was at a lower level, and not that this just happened, but this argument, this whatever, is what spun everything. I think she would have made her way out a lot sooner if I'm not saying he didn't put his hands on her the entire time, but maybe just kind of started type of thing. Cause I, and I don't know, like was, was she leaving because of the cheating? Was she leaving because right. of the lies? And now she's in all this debt. He also worked at a car dealership and one of her friends had told my aunt Christine had said that he had like pushed her into buying this Mercedes so that he could make his, you know, quota. So now she had a Mercedes that she didn't even technically want because he needed, you know, that that was kind of how he talked her into it. It's so hard for me because I just am such a stubborn ass person that I can't, I, it's hard for me to imagine and put myself in the position of, of just saying yes, because this, I, so it's hard for me because I'm like, no, off. like, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, it's just such a different situation. So like trying to understand why would somebody just say yes to getting married in two weeks? Like, for me, I'm like, I want backgrounds. I want, like, where's your mom? Where's your ex-wife? I want to meet the mother of your children. Like, there's, you know, it's what almost like if you're going to date somebody and they do have children, especially when they have children, find their ex and ask their ex what happened. Ask them their side of the story. So that way, you know what I mean? Just because it's like, and sometimes the exes are the crazy ones, so don't always do that. But I'm just saying, in general, it's like, I don't know. How do you, I wouldn't. I always tell my husband, if like, if I ever was to leave, I would just be single. I would never, ever do this again. Like, I would never do it again. I would, this You've been too doing hard, this for so long, though. That's why, you know, you got to think of, like, I, one of my best friends, it's something she would totally do. You know, she, she has always lived her life like that. She found love and she embraced that to the fullest because so many times before that, it just, it, it didn't work. And she thought that this guy was the guy, you know, and it's just with Erica's situation, he ended up being being the actual monster he ended up being you know that guy and so and so is the motive that he didn't want to pay the thirty thousand dollars is the motive that he needed to control her and when he's sitting there saying like eric and i want our privacy because we're going to work on our marriage i thought that was a very interesting thing to say on saturday when when she's like filed for divorce she wants nothing to do with him and even when he's sending her pics of another woman, she's like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. Like, go on with your life. Leave me alone, you freaking weirdo. Like, you know, she was not working on that relationship. If you look at her old posts on Facebook where she's talking about narcissism and like 
you know, basically be careful who you love. Mm -hmm. there, she wasn't going back. She was done. She'd already made the exit. And this is, I, I know because we follow true crime, you, 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 you hear like when, when the person leaves the abusive relationship is, or when they say they're going to leave or when they do leave is the most critical time yep. the most dangerous for their safety. Yep. And so like what, how, what did he do to get into her home? Yeah. Like she was just with friends on Thursday, like the Thursday right. prior telling them at one of the bars or something, you know, she needed a restraining order, how to get one. And, you know, just, just how he was being. And he was just being a little bit too, too much for her. And she did want to talk to him because she still wanted to somewhat remain cool with him. So he would calm down. Like that was like a word that I, well, that's another, like, so was it passive or because maybe she was a little mouthy that she, you know, did talk, but every time that dog barks, it scares me. So I'm like, eh, um, I shepherd. I'm like, he's fine. <laughs> eh, schnauzer. Um, so he's very high pitched, but, uh, so I, I, so did he like, did he woo her? Did he just come in? Was it, you know, okay, let's just talk about it. We'll come to an agreement or, I don't know. I just always wonder, like, how, how do you let them back in? Like, did you willingly let him in the house? That's just, so BR the star, I wanted to answer some, some questions in the chat. Um, well, she died at the hospital. So, but according to the arrest affidavit, when the paramedics arrived at the Creek, she was cold to the touch. They did CPR and were able to get her back, but it wasn't enough. She passed away when she got to the hospital. So she did She. This is like, kind of morbid but I, I i when they talked about the creek i was like he killed her somewhere else and he brought her there you said I, that I, initially. I did initially I, he killed her somewhere else and he brought it as soon as people started saying you don't swim there or nothing i was like okay that's weird because that means it's like and why there there were so many when i google earthed it right oh, yeah, let me, let me it's there's at least what two or three different creek creeks there's i mean I believe he even had to drive by a hospital. He had to drive by two schools. I mean, well, I think that, so that's the other question is when does he take her there? Yeah. Does he take her there in the middle of the afternoon and then bring her, cause I'm going to show, I'm going to show you guys the picture too of, um, of what this area looked like. And it, it is, I, I just can't imagine that he just like takes her there in the middle of the day and moves her out of the car so like, how long was he there? Why does he call 911 and then say, sorry, it was an accident and then call right back? Mm -hmm. There's so many questions and obviously the, none of that's come out yet. So um, let me see if I can. He jacked up. He definitely butt dialed that phone. It went right to the police. The police. But did he butt dial happened. it or was he sitting there thinking, okay, she's dead now. I'm going to call and say it was an accident. I think in, in between him running around doing God knows what, and maybe those women did pop up that he wasn't expecting that. If that phone was in his pocket, I mean, mine does it all the time. He butt dials me all the time. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> and then, boom, the cops call back, and he's like, shit, what do I say? That's why he had no real first. So do you think call. he actually would have butt dialed it, though? Like on a, I, now I, 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 yeah. Part of me is like he's sitting there thinking, that's why I said this is morbid. But I'm mm -hmm. thinking like he's like, okay, she's dead because, like the paramedic said, she was cold. And so I'm thinking maybe he calls because he's like, okay, they can come and now, but she can't tell on me because obviously she was alive. And, and so how long was she alive? We don't, because we don't know like, when she was actually beaten. Or sweatpants on and that phone was in his pocket. If he went to just run back to the car to sit for a minute and take a breath, whatever it it's, it's that easy. And when you're like that and you're already scrambling like that. I, yeah, definitely. Could have butt dial or, definitely called and was like oh shit never mind hang up 
Oh yeah, he represented that he had money. And so I'll give you an example of that too, because so he played these gigs all over, you know, but he's telling all these all these people who played with him that he had, you know, record deals coming out of Nashville. And so like, you know, he was looking for the right fit and, you know, the people who were gonna, you know, be his backups and whatnot. So he's um, you know, he's offering to pay them. So like, hey, come play with me, play this with me on Friday, I'll pay you three hundred bucks. Well, these other musicians are like, that's kind of weird because like we know that that bar itself only offers $300 for the entire band. So like, how's this dude going to pay me 300? And then he's telling, you know, so-and-so to come with and he's going to pay him 300. So like, that doesn't make, the guy's not making any money off the gig and he's just putting out money. Like that, they all said they kind of got weird vibes. One of them said they went back to his apartment and, and Michael wrote him a check. And he was like, why am I taking a check from this guy? Like, this doesn't feel right. And then the next morning, Michael actually messaged him and was like, oh, hey, man, like, sorry, I wrote that check out of the wrong account. Like, I'll totally like Western Union, you know, and the, the musician was like, uh, no, you're going to get me the money by noon or we're going to have a real problem. And he's like, I, you know, and then he said Michael got pissed off at him. But he's like, I told him, like, you fuck with my livelihood. I'll fuck with your livelihood kind of thing. You owe me the money. You know, I, I didn't even want to do it to begin with. And, and, and then he said that Michael had the audacity to continue to call him and ask him to play gigs. So yeah, he represented that he was gonna he was gonna be this big star. You know, he's got his YouTube channel where he has posting all of his all of his gigs. You know, and that you know he's you know gonna be. And that's the other thing is he does talk about going to a studio and recording. And I'm wondering if that's part of what she's footing the bill for. We obviously don't know what the entire thirty thousand in debt is, but um, yeah, I think he purposely called two times to Miss K. I think he called the first time, then freaked out, and hung up. That's what I think. Or he was like, "Oh crap, maybe I should wait, or maybe it's not the right time." Or, um, yeah, he called nine one one twice. The first time he hung up, and they had to call him. They had to call back, and he said, "Sorry, I butt dialed you." I do. I have two. I have two. Hi from Kenny. Zane and Nova both say hi. Zane, you've got stuff all over you. I have a white, a white one. In a in a black and silver salt and pepper, and then I have Ursa, the crazy big dog, <laughs> big puppy. Yeah, she filed for divorce on May 11th. Yep. Sorry, I'm I'm reading back up. Very good point, right. Br. Very very yes. I didn't think about that. The 48 hours before her death, real quick. Well, there's we don't really know a lot. So she has three children from her previous marriage. The children were with their dad. It was Memorial Weekend. It was his weekend to have them. So she was. Hanging out with friends on Thursday is what we do know. Um, I don't really know anything about Friday. Zane, Zane, don't bark. Um, and then Saturday, she's posting some memes and stuff on on Facebook. Did the whole, like, don't love too hard kind of things. And then um, he also makes the weird post on Saturday about how much he loves his wife and to give them privacy while they work out their marriage. Uh, that, that post to me right there is very weird and only makes me think, like, did he go over there on Saturday and then... Like, this is like a cover up because the weird message he had posted about Stephanie years prior, like, yes, leave yes. us alone. And so, is he trying to make it so, like, her family doesn't contact them to find out where they are? Because that was my other thought. Like, is he going to take her something? Like, did he plan on taking her somewhere or whatever? He, he posted that to make sure nobody was going to try to contact her, which yes. I find weird. And so, I'm like, okay, but Monday, so nobody knows anything about Sunday or at least I don't yet. 
Um, and then I don't know about friends or anybody that had talked to her. And then Monday at 2.08 is when the paramedics um, were dispatched to go out to the creek, to Bird Creek, which I was going to show you guys that. So give me one second. I'll show you that. Um, I think I, I, I think I caught up. Look, you guys are already answering each other's questions in here. Yeah, see a pattern of behavior. Saturday post is everything. I agree with you. And I, there's part of me that believes that he was already there Saturday and he needed, he needed the... He needed to, he also, on Friday, he's asking this girl that he's dating because he's saying he needs somewhere to stay. Mm -hmm. That bothers me. She was supposed to be an alibi. He was going to be an alibi. So that he was at that home instead of that home. He was trying to make all that work. Was it though? Or did he need a place to stay? Because he actually had no place to stay. The girl that he's dating says no. So he goes to his wife's house and is like, hey, I need to stay here. And she's like, hell no. And he's like, I'm staying here. And then whatever happens, happens, and he has to kind of come up with a leave us alone so nobody's trying to contact her while he's beat the shit out of her. Because it, it must have happened in bed because a good portion of the blood is from either the comforter. It's There's there's uh, blood on the actual mattress, on her pillowcase. Um, right. And then the stuff they, you know, all the stuff they found in the washer. It, some of it must have went down in bed. That it, it even made me think for maybe, you know what, Maybe she did let them in for a minute and maybe they sparked a little something up and who knows? Like I was trying to think of every which way this could have went and maybe when she didn't want to, you know, maybe when her answer was, wasn't, hey, let's get back together. And then he lost his shit, you know? And maybe that's what I was thinking is maybe he was trying to tell her like he wanted to get back together and she's like, yeah, not happening. So like go on with your life. Whatever it was, they made their way back to that bedroom. Some way, so he could have followed her that way. They Did she run there? I don't know. He's sleeping all night. This since it's then, since it's all brand new. So um, to kind of finish that part up with the court. So he did go to court on Thursday, and he is um, being held on a five million dollar bond. He has his his court is um, his next court date is Tuesday, um, and it's also the day that she's being laid to rest. I didn't realize so, that. I don't know. It is. It's actually very close to the same time. So this, so there's a road up here that I'm like, okay, maybe he drove on this road and he's trying to say she jumped off the bridge. But this would be Bird Creek and the bridge that she jumped off of. And then, and it's like, there's nothing. And so if I showed you a bigger map, to the left of this is a landfill. And then below, like, um, so like, would that be like southwest of this is like a, a sports park and then directly to the to the west of it then would be um the 75 freeway so to me it looks like he was on the 75 highway freeway whatever you guys call them in oklahoma on the 75 and he just gets off and goes straight over and finds like the first body of water which is this creek Yep, and I don't yeah, know if he knew she was still alive, and he was trying to put her in the water to make her lungs fill up. I don't know. This is all the kind of stuff that I've thought about because I'm like, what was this guy thinking? Like, did he think she was dead? And then, because like, he could have saved her, he, he could have saved her. She wasn't dead. Yep. And he went by a hospital, one way or another. I think he personally took 75. There's three different ways to get there, but the straightest run, the fastest run, and it is pretty easy. You go straight, and you kind of just make a little left. You're right there and you turn into that road that you see right there. And then that turns on to the bridge of the creek. And it was just a very small, it, it, it was just for like a single emergency stopping. So it was the easiest, fastest way to get in there. And if it was, it's so secluded too. I mean, 
I, yeah, I, it's just very it's, weird. It's hard to even describe. It's so secluded. That's why. Yeah. Did he just? And and these are like I said, morbid questions. But this is kind of what I'm thinking. Did he? Did he like just throw her over? But no, because he's saying that he's down there. So does he? Is his car over on the side? And this is why I'm very curious. Like, was anybody around this area? Um, somebody had reported that there was an older couple that had that their car had broken down on the 75, and that they would have been in the area at that time. Like, what did they see? Um, but like none of that's come out yet, so I don't have all the answers. But um, without borders, I, I'm so there's there's another okay. I'm gonna go on another side story real quick that is extremely weird, and I don't have a lot of detail. But I'm so his boss commented on the boss from the dealership commented on um, one of the news article posts saying that like she had information and needed the investigators to get a hold of her that on Wednesday, she says she talked to the investigators and gave them the information. And then that night he was arrested. And in the article about him being arrested, it states that they received information that led to his arrest. I don't know if that ties together because obviously they got the search warrant for the house and they found, you know, all the blood there. So I, I don't know. Does the bot did the boss know something? And then like my husband and I are like, well, what would the boss know? Like, what what would they have to offer? Like, was he talking about it? Is there some type of, you know, did he have a conversation with his boss? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's such a weird. I keep saying I don't know because I don't know. No, that's the thing. Barbara, you missed her bark, Barbara. Because if she could read that post, and I doubt he would write that, or even for the, for the people that they know to have seen it or been in, well, he tagged her in it. So I know that for sure. Um, let me double check. I, I, I did not comment on it. I know that for sure. Do you think maybe she just whatevered it because she's like, you know what? I don't even want to, maybe he's that guy. I think he had a pattern of doing really it's so full, it's a public post so it's so full of hatred and yeah. and commentary and just anger mm -hmm. um before it was announced that she, you know obviously before monday people were commenting on there like you'll never change you're always going to be an asshole like um like and this was before anything happened on monday and they were all just like yeah you'll never change you're just a piece of shit and the other person was like, you're married? Like, get out of my inbox. Mm -hmm. I agree, Lana, totally. I think she was definitely, he definitely had her, he had her all already, for sure. I don't think I she think, was. I think so, too. I hate to say that, but I think so, too. Like, possibly the assault kind of started. I don't think, I don't think that they're, well, she doesn't show up as a mutual friend on his. So... Very true, Miss Kay. I don't Very know if her. I don't know if he has mutual friends hidden, um, because I'm friends with her on Facebook. But he doesn't. I can't check his friends, and I can't check her friends except for our mutual friends. But I know that she did not comment or like or anything. She did not interact with the with that post on Saturday. And Br, for all we know, she did. Um, she was talking to friends about restraining orders and things like that. But I wasn't able to find anything like specifically saying if he ever. Like if she was actually find anything either. Just the divorce, yeah. just her filing for divorce. Yeah. So was she hurt badly before, or did she ignore it? I, I, I don't know. I don't think she walked around with bruises before, like outwardly bruises. I don't think her her friends, the people that she was around, her workplace. I don't think. 
that she I, wasn't dead yet when the parent, well, she had, well, she, depending on how you want to clarify or classify it, she had no pulse and was cold to the touch right. when the paramedics showed up at the creek. And she, um, I level-headed. Um, so she, they were able to do CPR and get her a pulse back, which was why they took her to the hospital, but then she passed away. When did you say the last post on social media was? So his were Monday. He was posting Monday about praying for my wife because she's sick. Her last post, I'll go to her, I'll, I'll go over there. Her last posts were Saturday. Let's see the timing between her posts and his. Okay, so the Saturday post um, would have been at 2.28 p.m. his time, or their time. 2.28 p.m. Okay, so remember that um, on Saturday. Oh, I definitely would have, for sure, for sure. And then uh, people are just posting all kinds of stuff on. I, I feel like she would be the person that people talk about on like Dateline, when they say like when she walked into a room, she lit up the room, like that whole <laughs> saying that everybody's like, don't say that. Like if you listen to what her friends are saying, like that was her at like this bar and grill that she had worked at for so many years, you know, like it's obviously not a big town and everybody knew who she was. Um, person, right? She has, she has a post at the same exact time. Get out. No. 2.28 PM. If you love hard, just stay single. People don't appreciate that shit. Can you see it? Wow. Then and here he is posting. 12.28 p.m. And he's posting something completely different. You you read his posts, you would think, you know, they're possibly together. You read hers, you're like, what the hell is this? So she posted that at the same time he has that. Then, and this Does he have her phone? Not. But why would he be posting something about staying single? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's weird. So her post from before that is um, she posted a YouTube video, um, Nappy Roots, Good Day. Um, today's theme song, she posts at 5.51 a.m. on May 28th. She's up very early. Or, well, no, it's not the holiday yet. So, and then before that was the 27th at 3.08 p.m. Um, you can decide how long you choose to let negative things affect you. You can halt words of self-doubt and replace them with self-love. You let go of yesterday and start fresh at any given moment. It starts and ends with you. Your mind is a compass. It directs you along a path that mimics thoughts and habits. Manifest good things because eventually those thoughts become habits and those habits become your lifestyle, your mind, your choice. She's talking to him. That's what I'm telling you. Now that I'm in here, I can read some of these. Everyone is so focused on being savage, busy, and acting heartless these days. Meanwhile, I'm searching for the humans that believe in compassion, love, and human connection. Like This is everything. Every post. Be so fucking committed to what's best for your heart that you're willing to sit through the most uncomfortable pain of growth and change that you refuse to accept anything less than complete love and alignment. These are all like memes and stuff, but like this is every every day. That's her saying she's hurting without him, but she's willing to do whatever she has to, to you know, to save herself. And no heart. one else's job to complete you, fix you or make you feel whole. It's yours and only yours to do. Wow. So this is what's hard is because like you look, you look back and you see this consistency of posts of somebody who is obviously struggling. Yeah. But you don't just 
automatically go, oh, she's struggling because her husband is abusive and she needs help. And then she's got all these, um, that she shares all these narcissistic posts. They're, they're back to back. Make your heart the most beautiful thing about you. Um, be so busy improving yourself that you have no time to criticize others. It's just, I, like I said, it's back to back May 24th, May 23rd. May 22nd, May 22nd. Great. Maybe it's all, it's all repetitive of the same gist of that same conversation. No matter how educated, talented, rich, or cool you believe you are, how you treat people ultimately tells all integrity is everything. Oh, that was and she some pics of her kids. For sure. More pics of her kids. Which, like I said, when I would see her post, that's really what I, she would always have posted. It was pictures of her kids all the time. Yep. Nobody should be taught that love is how much shit you can tolerate from another person. What date's that, too? May 17th. Okay, can you scroll back to when they were like together together? Um, yeah. Well, so I, I did I did that the other day, and that's when I said I know that like on their two month anniversary, he had sent her um like a dozen red roses at work. Um but what what's weird is there's no photos of their wedding, there's no photos of them together, there's no photos of them going out and doing fun things like with the kids there's in the kid pictures he's not there what now was that temp did she take those down because now everybody just kind of started looking were, were they up at some point i don't know friends, I maybe but if you scroll even further back she still has she still has family pictures and stuff with her ex-husband who's remarried and, and moved on with life from many years ago those are still up on there so I thought, because I thought about that, I was like, well, let's see if she is the type of person that, but obviously things didn't end, you know, as traumatically. There's just so many, so many memes. Okay, and then it, her birthday was May 1st, so then there's a ton of, you know, birthday wishes. I don't remember seeing him wish her a happy birthday. I know on his, which was in March, she does wish him a happy birthday. Which is interesting because I think it's like March 24th. Um, my Aunt Barb wants to see her. So, okay, I'll get her for you. Um, on March 24th um, was his birthday. And then by 4-1, they're legally separated. Yeah. VR, I think the same too. I think maybe those two women that were interviewed, I think they may have walked up onto his plan at the creek. And that's why he called? Maybe. I don't know. Possibly. I mean, I, 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 as soon as I know stuff, I'll definitely keep you guys updated. Yeah, we'll definitely have to update, uh, update this case for sure. For sure. Um, and they'll also, um, I'll make sure I post this. This might seem a bit harsh or sting a little for some people, but if you're all the time having to tell people, people to stop pointing the finger at you then maybe it's time to stop and self-reflect maybe you feel the finger is always being pointed at you because you're part of the problem and this is hand typed this is her actually writing it when was that that one is april 23rd 
And I know there is like there's two posts that have been deleted, but you know it still shows you the little thing. Mm -hmm. And Aunt, Aunt Christine was like, I remember I remember seeing something about those posts, like when they were posted, and it was about him. It was like about him being like a, basically like an asshole. I can't quote what it is, but my cat keeps hearing the dog and jumping up. I know. Did she catch him cheating? She absolutely did because um, the, part of his whole spiel is that um, dogs. Part of his whole spiel is about how he wasn't a good, you know, he wasn't a good man um, and to stay out of his inbox if he talked to you inappropriately. But then there the screenshots of conversations that she had sent to her friends from between them. Um, he's showing her other women like this is your replacement. Um, how long was he at her house? Is there any info on this? K? not yet. No, Jeanette, you're good. Um, oh, yeah, migraine. Nope. Yeah. And we're, we're almost done anyway. So yeah, no, you're good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. And I appreciate you being here. We love you. Jeanette. Um, thank you. He, he may have made her feel like everything was her fault. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, okay. So I'm trying to scroll back to, okay. So like here's um, April 14th outing with the kids. He's not there. Um, Zane. Ursa, come over here. And Barb wants to see you. April 12th, an abuser's poison drains slow. Wow. These are strong, truthful words right here. It's torture. And she's sharing a narcissistic personality article. And April 11th is when she filed, right? Or got temporary? May 11th is when she filed. Oh, May 11th. April 1st is when they, um, they officially separated. If I remember right, the last thing I remember her saying about anything about him was his birthday on March 24th. Mm. Another post that's deleted. How about the new year? They're bringing the new year together? <laughs> Not on social media. No. Mm, I don't think they do. Okay, so here's... Now we're in March, okay. March 30th, she's trying to sell the car. Oh, wow. Okay. Angela, very good point. Very good point to the bed. Um, March 24th, happy birthday to my handsome husband, Michael Jimenez. I'm sorry I don't say it enough, but I'm so proud of you. I believe in you and what God has in store for your life. Don't ever give up. I love you more than you will ever know. March 24th, his birthday. Wow. And then by May 11th, she's going for April 1st. Oh, April 1st, he, they're split up. He's kicked out and they're split up. Something happened over his birthday. Another cheating issue. Maybe he finally did no actually idea. put his hands on her. She was done. No idea. She doesn't post from March 25th as her last post until March 30th when she's trying to sell the car. Come here. Ursa, come here real quick. See you at Barb. The Mercedes, she's asking if anybody wants to buy a used or new car. So I'm wondering if she's trying to sell either her car that she'd always already had or that one just because she can't afford to have both. Ursa, come here. Ursa, come here before it gets too dark and nobody can see you. Come here. Oh, God. I can't pick her up anymore, Barb. She's too big. Huge. Oh, God. <laughs> Look at the camera. Say hi to Aunt Barb. No, not my hand. Say hi to Aunt Barb. Say hi to Aunt Barb. No, not hit my computer. Okay. She's too big, Barb. Look at her eye. She's too big. 
There she is. Oh, look at you. <laughs> she's look at she's just huge. She's a huge dog now. Is she gonna wrestle with Teresa? She does. She does. So Mike was trying to play with her last night before bed to get her like worn out, and she just went like at full speed and knocked him right out at the knees, and he was down on the ground, and I was dying laughing, and he's all, "No, it's it's a ground game now. Like I did it on purpose." I'm like, "Oh no, you didn't." She just no, totally took you out. <laughs> Abused women oftentimes will protect and make their abuser seem incredible until they reach their limit. That's. I agree with that. They were only together. They got married November 15th. Yeah, I'm struggling to pick her up. She's big. Yeah, they weren't, they, they weren't. <laughs> this is why I said this is so hard because it's like. It's hard. It, I, I also think too, you got to remember you come, we've been doing this a long time in our relationships. That's not always the case. And I feel like that wasn't the case for, for Erica. So. For her, maybe she lived her life a little bit more freely and open in a sense, and maybe didn't worry about checking off all the boxes like we do. All right. Like oh, here's said, a better my, one. One of my best friends is she would totally do that. No hesitation. It's so a pretty. Kind of tells great you like the 75, and then I, I think he just got like off this highway mm -hmm. and went down this East 56th Street and got to the first body of water. You turn in and it's just, you take that little, little road and it brings you right there. It kind of blew my mind that there was anybody to even talk to to begin with, like a witness or two. It's, it's not often visited at all, that that particular one. No, that's why I'm like, and I haven't really seen too much about witnesses or what they did see or didn't see or have, you know, I don't know. I, I saw them two ladies comment about it and then the detective who was actually in the Facebook comments, like, given them the info to basically, you know, contact them because they were only get a, they were only able to get a hold of one and they wanted to talk to the, to the other one. But I'm like, um, what were, yes, what, I didn't even see that. What the hell could you do there though? Like there's walk? nothing to do. I, I don't know. I wouldn't even walk there. Like I don't, that's how it's, that's the part I kind of go to like where he left her, where he was going to leave her was so frigging cold and lonely and just, and that's why. So was he gonna leave her? Did these did these people happen to drive by and saw? I I just I have so many questions. She was definitely supposed to be left there. For sure. What was he thinking? He she thought he had a She plan. wasn't dead. And he could have saved he, even even though he beat the crap out of her. He could have saved her life. He he was intending on taking it. That's. He, he may he may have went too far. See, I almost feel like he went too far. Like he thought, like I've beat up all these women before, and like mm -hmm. no, none of them ever died. You know, I can totally beat up a chick, and everything will be okay. Yeah. Well, he's gotten away with it so many times before. Why not? And now, right? This That's what I was thinking. Then it just went too far. I mean, she had cuts to her liver and spleen. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like, what, what the hell was he doing? Fucking kicking her? Hitting? Like, was he? I don't. What was he doing? They have yet to I don't, don't want to know, but I want to know. And I know that sounds like very weird, but it's like, I just don't get it. And he's obviously much bigger than her. Yep. He is much bigger than, her. bigger than her. You know, he, I think on his arrest, it says that he's like 6'2 or 6'3, mm -hmm. 220 to 250 pounds, depending on which arrest you look at. And she's like 5'5, five, five, you know, a buck 20. Lucky. Lucky. And all of his girlfriends are like that. They're, they're even kind of smaller than well, that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He knows what he's doing. 
possibly be. I think he was going for a suicide attempt. I do. I think that that was, he was going to try to like, oh my gosh, she just jumped off the bridge. I have no idea what she was thinking. Jesus, God. And now I'm wondering too, like, um, which we called said that did, did he maybe sneak into her room? Maybe she was sleeping and he did sneak into the house. And that's why he went down. It would explain the two o'clock timing, you know, cause if he did it in the morning or it happened in the morning throughout the day, and then he take the eventually around two o'clock, it all happens. And he finally takes it around. That's, that's what time. I'm saying. Two o'clock is weird. It's Very a weird, weird time. time. I feel like the assault happened possibly overnight into the morning, maybe if if she did allow well, him. Like, when, but when did he go out there? That's another thing I question. Is like when did did he go out there under the cover of night, but waited for her? I, see, that's what I can't understand. And and what would bring him back there? They don't have children together. Did he go back? That's another big one. Did he go back? And I guess none of this even matters at this point. And I mean, it is pretty. You know, it's it's not a case that typical true crime covers, but I think that it's a it's a very good case of awareness in what what um, signs are of domestic violence, mm-hmm. and that for me that was enough. And obviously, knowing that she was close to my family, um, but I know people are gonna be like, ah, it's open and shut. Like she's been found, he's arrested, he's going to jail. It's kind of one of those things. But it's like it it could have been avoided. It totally could. Yeah, it totally could have been avoided. And the sad part is all she wanted was love. That's that's all she, you know, that was her only goal out of this. Find that man, marry him, and have a good life with her. Just three children. Her intentions were never for this shit. You know, she didn't wake up that day and be like, you know what? I hope he whoops my ass today so I can get the hell up out of this and have to go through all this shit again. You know, she was married before. She. That's what makes me think that, you know, he probably charmed her, you know, and you know how that goes. And she said, you know what? Let me wing it again. Him though, you know she has three babies. You bet. You have five. What a piece of why, shit. Why take her from those babies? What, what a piece of shit. Her ribs were purple. You beat her so bad that her ribs were purple. You're beyond a human at that point. You're beyond scum. You're beyond all of that. You're just. I don't. He's lethal at that point. He, yeah. And those judges who let him out and those suspended sentences. When they go to bed. Well, oh, that's night. why I think that the bigger issue, though, is why is domestic violence a misdemeanor? Because if if it was a felony, he would his third one, as those women would have been beat, but he would never have killed anybody, and he would have been in prison on three strikes for the rest of his life. Exactly. This should have this in so many different ways could have been avoided in so many different ways. It's not like there was just that direct line that like, oh, if this happened, she would have been okay. No. Mm-hmm. There was all these different things. You're just like, what? How does a man like this have this record? And he is just out and about and he's getting married and he has five kids. Like that blows my mind right there. Yeah. And so I'm, that's why I'm curious to find out what these, these children's moms or mom, or I don't know, like I guess I don't know how many there are, but. Yep. Yeah, she was leaving. She was done. Out. And that, that's why I'm like, so did he not want to pay the money or was he not going to lose her? Was it the control? Was it the money? Was it a combo? Uh, it's it, yeah. The, the arrest affidavit says that her liver and her spleen were, um, what did it, how did it, what did it quote it as? Oh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. On her liver. Lacerated her... is what I think it said. Yeah. yeah. Right. Pink. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Probably from the broken ribs. Oh, without well, I, think this, I think the system did fail. I think the system fails by not recognizing that these men are going to continuously progress. And if you look at the statistics of it, I, there's one in every three to four women have encountered domestic abuse in their lives. So if it's not me, and how many women are in this chat right now? Mm -hmm. Do you see I'm saying like... It's hard it's, for you to even get that. Like there's so much awareness about it, yet the situation continues to get worse. And so why would we not want to change the the punishment, you know, even if we're doing it as a deterrent for other people, if you do this, this is what's going to happen to you. Yeah. The fact that you could just hurt another human being so bad that you beat them to death. Like there's something, <laughs> how is that? I think it takes more to do this with your hands and with a weapon personally like that than it is to grab that gun, shoot for two seconds and call it a day. You know, that's... Yeah, Ping Dai is like, I got a misdemeanor for driving without insurance. <laughs> yeah, well, you could beat the shit out of your spouse as long as it's just a small amount and you get a misdemeanor. That is absolutely crazy. It is, it's a good reminder that exiting a relationship is a very, is very high risk. Yeah. Very high risk. And, and here's my thought is if you know or you see that there is a situation like this, you, you, you have to help, but you have to help get this person out safely, safely yes. and, and not, but don't enable that relationship. Don't, don't, I, I don't just go, okay, well, my friend says that everything's fine. If you see that there's a problem and you see that there's something wrong, help them get out safely, help them recognize the signs themselves. And if you don't know how to do that, you can contact the domestic violence hotline yourself and they'll actually give you tips on how to walk somebody through that. I think it's so I, easy I, when you love stop enabling. If you know it's happening and you know your friends are in trouble and you know that they have these, you know, schizoid boyfriends, like help them. And don't, it's not, it's almost not a thing where it's like, oh, you know what? I'll just go beat the shit out of him for, I'll go grab this guy and go do this because she's, she's in more danger that way. She's just being put in more harm. They, they meet people that they know they can trust and will eventually help them get out of it. It's not something that's going to happen that next day. You also have to be willing to lose that friendship, unfortunately, yeah. because if that person is so tied in with that relationship, they will tell them that you're trying to get them away from it and then you become the enemy yep. you become the one that is the problem and that that abuser will make sure you're gone and you're gone for good yep yep so you have willing to lose that friendship in the greater of that that person needs to open their eyes or that you need that they're there they are in an abusive relationship like I said, I'm not the expert. If you have friends that are like that, contact the professionals who can help you help your friends. I agree with that. Or if you are in that situation, contact them yourselves. Yes. Yep, a very good exit plan. Yep. On that note, I thank you guys. I thank you guys in chat for coming and listening to Erica's story. Uh, I will give you guys updates. Michelle, I, I can't thank you enough for all the time this week that you have put into finding out so much information um, I, I just, like I said, it, it, it's senseless. It's just, it's, it's an act of violence that's just so unnecessary. And I know most acts of violence are, but it's just this, it, it could have been avoided. It could have been stopped. It could have been, it could have been prevented And that, you know, those three kids still have their mom.
Eric's soul should have been here before him and he savagely just took that away. And if you guys can get this story out there, if it can hit a friend of a friend of a friend, if it, a family member, yourself, whatever it is, listen to this story and you get out now. And if not, there's numbers down below. There are people that will help you. There are people that they will help you. Just do not stay. Please get out of that situation. Like I said, and thank you guys for coming and listening. I really appreciate. I really appreciate every single one of you and everybody who's watching the replay. Same to you guys. Um, so if you guys, like I said, I'll give you guys updates. If you guys have any questions, you can feel free to message me anytime. I love you all. Um, I'm gonna wrap that up and call it a night. Um, Michelle, love your face. Love you, baby. Okay. Bye. Night, guys.